Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with, with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Eli Delaney. He is the co-founder, dean, and lead trainer at your marketing university a marketing education company designed specifically to help teach motivated entrepreneurs and business professionals how to take control of their marketing online and offline. He's also the creator and host of Driving Your Marketing, entrepreneur, interview host, best-selling author, trainer, and coach, just to name a few. Eli, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you, Seth. It is my pleasure to be here. Looking forward to having some fun. All right, let's dive right in. Let's go back in time. Uh, What was your childhood like? What was my childhood like? Um, let's see. I grew up outside of Boise, Idaho, my um, in a small little town, Cuna, and mom and dad basically um, hardworking, blue collar. My mom actually worked for Boise State for many years. She still does. She's actually getting ready to retire. Um, so that's been kind of a long journey that she's looking forward to. Had a blast with it. Um, got it. Grew up in the music industry. Had a lot of fun with that, and then decided it was time to you know move on and get something else, which took me into the whole marketing world of things. And how did you get from there to this point in your career? Um, let's see. When I got into, it wasn't so much actually starting in the marketing thing. I actually grew up. Uh, yeah, growing up in the music industry was kind of fun. I was actually classically trained in voice and uh, played some instruments, had a lot of fun with it. I had one small problem, which was called stage fright. Uh, go figure, now that I'm actually a speaker, I do this you know, on a regular basis. But because of that, I actually got to the behind the scenes and became a roadie for a while. Uh, did that for the back end, moved to Arizona. And from there... Started working for a small computer shop in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, learning the ins and outs of how the servers worked, all that kind of fun stuff. And in that process, found out our website was horrible. Somebody needed to fix it, took it on myself to learn HTML. And actually, that's how my first business got started, which was a web and graphic design company. That is awesome. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Um, I think probably the number one thing would to get help would be to get help sooner. 
really, that is a really big piece is we, as entrepreneurs, when we jump in, we try to do everything by ourselves. We think we can do it all, that whole Superman syndrome type of thing. Uh, I think Chris Ducker is the one that actually coined that term. And, and I totally understand that because when I started my business, I was doing it all. I was doing the coding, and then I, I was like, well, okay, I need to figure out how to do graphics because a website's nothing without pictures. So I picked up Photoshop, and I learned that. And then I learned how to do the hosting and all these different things. And it was great for a while, but once it started growing and I started expanding to having staff, it was really hard for me to delegate that information at first. And now – now I, I, I'm really happy to delegate anything and everything I possibly can, but it's taken me a lot of years to get to the point of being willing to give up that control because I am a bit of a control freak, as many entrepreneurs are. And I think if you can get into that mindset first of learn to delegate as quickly as possible, you'll grow a lot faster. I think that is great advice. What have been some of the biggest challenges you've overcome, and more importantly, what did you learn from them? Um, let's see. The biggest, I think one of my biggest challenges was when I decided – it was actually it was right around the 2007, 2008 area, and I had started growing my business, and I did. I opened up an office. I had five employees. We were doing – we were totally rocking it with three to five contracts a week, somewhere right around there. And I had a blast with it, except for I had to bring in other people, and these three to five employees were started driving me nuts, and I realized – that I wasn't a very good manager. And at that time, I started getting burned out in the design world. Everything was starting to shift. WordPress was starting to get more popular. Everybody and their dog could design websites. And I decided, I was like, I didn't, I'm not happy doing this anymore. And it was a really hard transition for me before I realized. It actually it took me going to a, a big seminar, a conference in Phoenix, where I saw one of my mentors. He was my first real mentor, Armin Morin, up on stage. And at that point, I was like, I want to teach. And that's where the, the aha moment was for me to make that evolution to my next business. And that was a really hard thing for me to do because I probably spent a good year not knowing what I wanted to do next. But I was really miserable with the business I had at the time. What do you think it was that was making you miserable about your business? It was a going back to that learning to delegate properly. I was not a very good manager. Uh, I'll be the first to admit that. Um, and I still had to – I felt like I had to control everything. I had to take personal responsibility. But at the same time, I there was not enough hours in the day for me to do that. I mean I was working probably 15, 17 hours a day, seven days a week. The The time for me to take a day off was when I was so sick I couldn't crawl out of bed. And that was killing me. And that was when I realized that was that – was, I had done the wrong thing really. Um, so this business, I've structured it very, very differently. It's much more, much more relaxed, makes it so I don't have to do everything. And I'm happy to bring in other people that are specialists in their area and making sure that I bring in the right people now. Awesome. Now, what do you, I mean, it, there's some, been such a transformation over the years. What do you like best about your business now? Eli? Still there? Yeah, can you hear me now? There we go. I got gotcha. you. Okay, what, uh, we cut out for a minute there. That's okay. Let's take a brief pause so we can edit. It sounds like you've had such an incredible journey. What do you like best about your business now? 
My favorite part of the business now is the fact that I get to teach. That is my passion. It's what I love doing. It's what I love to get up in the morning to do, teaching other entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs how they can get started, kind of basically shortcutting the learning curve so they don't have to go through as many pitfalls as I did when I first started. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I, I love to look in somebody's eyes when I can share with something with them, and they go, oh, that's easy. I can do that. When I get that look, I know that I did my job right. Absolutely. What do you attribute your success to? I think what success I've had has been because of the mentors that I've had. And some of those mentors were people that I've actually been mentored by personally. I know them personally, like I had mentioned Armin a bit ago, but people even from a distance. Uh, people that I've known, like as an example, I know that you're you know Dan Kennedy very well. I've actually never been in the same room with him, but I've actually I've read every one of his books. I was part of his membership for a long time, and I studied everything I could from him. He was one of my mentors. Um, Sir Richard Branson is a mentor of mine. You know, some of these people that I have to study what they do, watch what they do, and really pay attention to the ins and outs, and not just what you see on the surface, but how do they think? How do they how do they deal with life? And those kind of things, those mentors are who've really helped me get on the path that I've taken. Great advice. I know you've achieved great results for numerous clients and students. Uh, can you share with us some of your success stories? Yeah. Um, I've got one client. Uh, one of the things that I really love to do is the marketing automation side, basically. You know, figure out how can you actually push the button less and let things still happen, you know. And I have one client who we built a campaign for, and it was so funny because she's a web designer, and so I had some background in this. I could help her out. And I had, I had her design a three-email series to send out to previous clients that she hadn't followed up with properly. And the very first email was a very simple apology uh, for not following up. And she sent that email out, and she got a 100% response from those people, which that alone blew me away, but it had resulted in over 12 grand in sales for within the next 30 days. That, I mean, obviously, you know, those results are not typical in any way, shape or form, but that right there totally changed her business. She was so frustrated and so struggling up until that point, And she was so excited about how easy that was that she could get those results and those people were happy to hear from her. That is awesome. How do you manage the financial aspects of your business? Um, which part are you talking about? Because honestly, I don't do a lot of it. I know the basics of bring in sales and make sure that you spend less money than you make. My partner's the one that does most of the back end. She does the bookkeeping and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, that answers that question. <laughs> I uh, stay out of it because I'll tell you, I hate that stuff. It, it bores me to death. I would much rather focus on what I'm good at, which is getting people in the door and having fun talking to them. Is that, that, is, that is absolutely what you should be doing. What drives you crazy about your business? Um, coaching clients. And to be perfectly honest, it's because of the simple thing of they pay me a lot of money to, to come in and say, hey, how can you help me fix my business? I give them advice, and when they don't do it, it drives me nuts. Um, that was actually, it's another very hard lesson for me to learn, and if anybody's in that coaching, consulting world, this is a big one to learn, is that your job is to do the best you can and teach people what you can to make their lives better. Their job is to actually take action on it, and if they don't, 
that's not your fault. Um, that's been a hard one. I still struggle with it, but I do much better than I used to. I used to just literally stay up at night frustrated because I would see a client struggling and I knew if they would just do what I had told them to do, it would have fixed the problem. But, you know, people get distracted. People have their reasons for whatever that is. And we as coaches, consultants have to remember our job is to give them the information. It's their job to actually take action on it. Very true. With all that is constantly changing in the world, I mean, how do you stay on top of it all? How do you stay on the cutting edge? I I have one very strong um, process, which is pioneers are the ones with arrows in their backs. So I don't jump on new technology very quickly. Um, I am a complete geek. I love new technology. I love all the stuff that's out there, but I'm not an early adopter. I am the guy who will sit back. I'll watch it for a few months before I take action on some things. And I think as an entrepreneur, one of the big things we have to do is we have to limit ourselves as to what we partake in because of the fact there's only so much out there. We can only do so many things. There are certain you know, toys, you know, I like to call them toys, but you know, social media tools and things like that that are out there that I haven't touched, I have no desire to touch. Um, and the reason is because I just don't have the bandwidth to do it. But I, I focus on what I am good at and I do it really, really well. And I think that that helps me because then I can focus on those pieces. Do I lose some potential clients because of not being on this program or that program? Possibly. But I find a whole bunch of really good ones that are right where I need to be and where I know that they are. Awesome. Well, I know you're a voracious learner. What do you read every month? Um, let's see. Success Magazine is is a must. I pick that up every every issue as soon as it comes out. Um, it's it's a really big one because of the positive mindset side of things. I also do have several blogs that I like to read. Uh, Entrepreneur. You know, I read some stuff on Mashable, um, but mostly I like to pick up um, probably two different books every month. And I will actually go back and forth between them. One in personal development mindset type of stuff. And the other one will be some kind of marketing-related book. Uh, right now, I am actually just finishing up The Bacon System from Brian Basilico. You know him. Um, yep. You you and I met at the same conference that I met him at. And so I have his book. I wanted to read it. So I just, I'm just about finished up with that one. Um, but for me, it's really good to kind of focus those two areas of personal development, keeping my head on straight. And the other one is what are the actions that I should be looking at taking. What are three of the best – you mentioned books. What are three of the best books you've ever read that have had the most impact on your work? Okay. Um, let's see. The very first one would be Think and Grow Rich. I know it's a really common one, but that actually changed the way I, I thought about the world because I, I did not grow up in the personal development side of things. So I didn't know what personal development was until I was actually 22. So it made a huge difference in my world, my mindset. Um, another one that I would say was a very, very close second was The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And you know, again, that's one that's very common, but it taught me the, the the reasons to outsource and delegate and not try to be the Superman, you know, not try to do it all. And that made a big difference. It opened up to many, many other books in that area. Um, let's see, what would be my third one? Um, honestly, my third one would probably be Atlas Shrugged because it taught me that achievers are – Achievers and producers are the people who grow the economy and grow the world, and we are the ones that can make the biggest difference by being as successful as we possibly can. The more money you make that gives you the more power that you can help other people, and I think that that really does make a difference. 
Absolutely. Who is an ideal client for you? Uh, ideal client for me, I work with a lot of speakers, coaches, consultants um, that are just getting started from the online portion. They're creating sales funnels, things like that. That's one of the things that I really love. I love working with them and, and teaching them the technology, really. I mean, if you want to start using webinars as a tool to market your business, you've got to know what a webinar is. And sadly enough, I know a lot of people that don't, and it happens. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's my job is to educate you and to teach you those things. So how do you set up that system that, that's going to run as smooth as possible, make your life as easy as possible, and make your clients love you? That's what you're really looking for. And so that's where speakers, coaches, consultants, um, some authors that are just kind of getting started in the online realm of things are great for me. And for our training courses, uh, pretty much anybody who's just starting out in a business, they're a good starting point. And then we kind of take them to the next level from there. And what is the first step you would want that ideal client to take? Uh, first step I would I would want that ideal client to, to take is go to my website and download my networking follow-up blueprint because networking is the most powerful, powerful marketing tool that's out there. Anything and everything else you do, you can do all kinds of advertising. You can spend hours on Facebook, but just posting on Facebook is not going to do it. It's those messages that you send or those conferences you send. I mean, that's how you and I met. That's why we're talking right now is because you and I met at a conference and we started networking. We connected. If you start there, that's that can explode your business like you wouldn't believe. Okay. Um, where can our audience go to learn more about you? Uh, go to yourmarketinguniversity.com, and you can find out all the information about, about me there. Also, feel free to connect with me in social media world, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google+, Plus, all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, be sure, you know, look up my name. I'm very easy to find. I like to say I get around on the Internet quite a bit. Um, but when you send me a message, uh, try to do a friend request and then just say, hey, I heard you on Seth's show, because then that's a great way for me to know where you came from. And that starts a conversation. It's going to make you stand out, definitely. Anything you want to share that I didn't think to ask? I honestly, I think you did really good. I don't, I can't think of anything else. Okay. Awesome. Well, this has been Seth Green here with Eli Delaney. Everyone, we thank you for listening. We will talk to you next time. Eli, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Seth. It was my pleasure. It's always a pleasure hanging out with you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.